Hi, I'm Gian. And I'm Kimmy. We are two vibrant women excited about connection. We're interested in everything from self-discovery to the breakable and unbreakable bonds that weave through our various life stages. Let's talk about identity. What about intimacy? Sex. Partnership. Friendship. And parenting. And let's do it with our characteristic candor, compassion and curiosity. Absolutely. You are in for a treat. Gian is super funny. (laughs) And Kimmy has incredible insights. Learn and grow as you eavesdrop into our unscripted and warm conversations. Welcome to Connected. It's great to be here. These combos are so enriching and fun. It really is. We have officially launched. We have launched our podcast. Most of our episodes till now we have recorded in advance. Um, And so I sort of feel like this feels a little different because we'll know we're out there now. (laughs) (laughs) And they're enjoying listening to it, which is just such an an added bonus because I guess my primary motivation at the start was just to experience joy in our conversations. They're so generative for me. And I love your difference in perspective and opinion. And I love that we can establish a common ground, Mm. even though we may have different perspectives. Absolutely. Um, It's a beautiful opportunity for us to demonstrate that two women can think differently and believe different things and yet still love each other deeply and have a great connection. I couldn't have said it better myself. I feel like the process of having decided to launch our podcast and just like going for it, you know, you said to me, I really want to have the podcast out before Christmas. And I'm like, holy shit, cool. We got this. <laughs> and there wasn't like a big, you know, a set date we picked or a huge marketing plan. It was literally just, you know what, let's put our magic out into the world and see what happens because we have loved the creative process of making this. And uh, the rewarding feeling when someone messages and says, I really loved that. I loved listening to the interplay between you and Kimmy and just you made me think or I felt seen. Oh, man, that it has made it so worth it. So, I just, like, thank you to everyone who has listened and downloaded. Yeah, just moving. What is bubbling up for you today to chat about? I love asking you this question. Because you go on an adventure with me. We go, we go wherever my brain takes us. <laughs> So Chris and I went for lunch together. We just got back. It was really nice to sit and feel connected as like things have been a bit wild and hectic in the lead up to Christmas. It's just been so nice to take a minute. And we spent a fair bit of time like reflecting on how much growth and change has happened in the last 12 months for each of us, for our business, and just sort of sitting in that place of gratitude and pride and the kind of stuff that oftentimes I think particularly, I don't know if particularly for women, but I know my lived experience has been that it's not as socially acceptable to celebrate you in a fuck yeah, I did a good job kind of way. Um, and I kind of want to challenge that. I can't like, that was the thing that was sort of showing up for me as we're doing this. I'm like, this is a practice we usually, we often do it throughout. This is how we manage life together, I guess. But oftentimes at that, like, you know, end of year, start a new year, everyone starts talking about these resolutions and um, yeah, just kind of sitting for a minute. And instead of looking back at all the shit we didn't achieve, <laughs> going, wow, what was the things that we did? And how did that feel? Are you a new year's resolution kind of girl? I am a New Year's aspirational girl. Oh, tell me more. And that journey has 
shifted over the years. So initially, for years, I've been the type of person that would have very clear-cut goals about precisely what I wanted to achieve in that year or experience, along with the kind of qualities within myself that I wanted to develop. And as I've gotten older, I'm less goal-directed now. I find that really limiting and it doesn't really lend itself very well or in a kind way to me now being a mum and a business owner and a friend and etc. So now I'm, I focus more on aspiration. What am I aspiring to here? What kind of a person do I want to be? How do I want to feel? And I would say that's the type of person I am now. But definitely I have engaged in reflection and started that process um, about the journey of this year. This year's kicked my ass in many ways. <laughs> feels. And December's quite a reflective month for me and New Year's Eve is probably the most significant time of the year for me in terms of identity. Oh, is there a reason? And are you comfortable sharing? <laughs> and it's okay if you're not. <laughs> I think it's like there's something about a new year. Oh yeah, a beginning. And mm, it's the symbolism with that. It's like I've put this year to bed and I'm going to be really intentional in the next year. And it's like I use that day to consolidate everything that's happened to integrate all the ways I've changed and all the things that have happened and how can I take the best parts of me into the new year and live with intention. That's the best way I can describe it. I'm probably going to have to do a little bit more reflecting to give you a better answer. No, I think you nailed it. Yeah, I've never been a, re a resolutions gal. I am neurospicy <laughs> and so I will abandon whatever amazing <laughs> resolution I have set before January is over <laughs> because yeah I just it's not it's not me <laughs> so resolutions and like I when you said that like goal setting just doesn't do it for you anymore I like that landed so hard. For years, I was like, right, I'm going to achieve this goal. And if I've achieved it, then I'm a success. And if I haven't, then I'm not. And it's just too binary. It's too black and white to like encompass the experience that is being human. <laughs> yeah. Also a little boring. I mean, it's nice to have <laughs> a map. It's nice to have a bit of a direction. I just, I just mm. know for myself that I grow so much and I grow so quickly and I outgrow goals. And yes, yeah, and then it kind of makes me feel like if I haven't achieved them, is that a failure? Then it, it's too much pressure. It's like the whole work-life balancing. No, I don't. I don't want to focus on the work-life balance. I actually want to focus on what am I doing to meet my need to feel okay right now. Yeah, and it, I guess it kind of comes with a focus of like valued-based living. And when we first met, you said to me that the pursuit, or I don't mean it was the pursuit of joy, but it was like the decisions and the choices that you made were based on a foundation in joy. And I just loved that so much. I've stolen it; it's mine now. I'll you can have some copyright credit, maybe. I'll decide. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, I just, it just landed because it's not like stuck in a goal of, like you said, is it success or failure? Is it an outcome or not? Should I have finished? Shouldn't I have? Like, I really love reflective practice. I find it, I find comfort in it. Mm. It feels like I, the word that's coming up is like safe. Oh, talk to me more about the safety generated through reflection. I think it depends obviously a little bit on what your mind space is at the time. But I find, I find in reflection, I find gratitude. I find the ability to pull out 
the joy moments, the positive moments, rather than sitting in like criticism. Mm -hmm. And it feels, it feels warm. Like someone's giving you a big hug or like the, you know, you're sitting there and you're going, Hey, Hey Gian, take a look at what you've managed to do in the last 12 months or how you have felt in the last 12 months. And all the things that if you asked Gian of 2022, that you would never have even imagined were possible. And and you did those. And yep, when we have joy, we have to have the opposite of that, which is pain. And so in order to have the those moments of joy, I have to have had an experience of what the other side of that looks like. And yet I'm so grateful for both. Yeah, it just, it feels really, I don't know, I don't know what the word is. Good? <laughs> yeah. You might really enjoy a practice that I do every year, and that is I write myself a letter for future Kimmy for the next New Year's Eve. (laughs) And sometimes the content of the letter changes, but it's really beautiful to hear the voice of the woman that was 12 months ago. Oh, I love that. How do you not lose it? Because I would lose it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love you. Well, you know, I'm hyper-organized, so I always keep things in the same place so I don't lose things. I just feel like what a beautiful investment into the future me that I'm loving myself enough to write this letter to myself and then read the letter back in a year's time with such grace for that person that didn't know as much as I do now and, Mm. you know, maybe was struggling with things that I don't now. And it's a a practice in self-compassion. It's just lovely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really is a practice in self-compassion. I agree. If you were to write yourself a letter for for yourself to Mm. read next year, what would be in it? If I had written a letter to myself, let's say we went back even like not that long ago, like if we went to the very start of 2020 Mm -hmm. and I had written a letter to myself for the end of 2020, it would have included lots of get a promotion, maybe be pregnant, have been on a holiday. Like I would have had some really, you know, like tangible, but things, not so much experience experiences. And I think the Gian that is sitting here in December 2023, I don't know that there would be very many specific stuff in the letter. I think it would definitely have more of a a desire to continue my love of learning and a desire to, I hope that you have continued to pursue growth. And I hope that you have maintained your focus on what it is that matters to you. And if you've lost your way in that, I hope that you have continued to practice the compassion that you want to give to yourself. Yeah. I really love this idea, Kimmy. I'm going to have to do it because it's just such like it's hope, isn't it? Rather than like setting a list of expectations for yourself that you can then fail or succeed at, there's like a potential here to give yourself a gift of like what I hope for you. Mm. Oh, yeah. My wish for you is X, Y, and Z. So powerful. Also, there's a lot of faith. I have faith in you. I have so much faith in you. I'm writing you a letter to read in 12 months time. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's been times particularly, I'd say from 2020 to the end of 2021, where during my pregnancy and then probably, you know, the 12 to 18 months after, where the idea of writing a letter that had hope in it 
felt really hard Mm. because I was deep in the trenches of perinatal mental health and really struggling with with that. And so to write a letter that was hopeful about what the future could look like felt like a lot of pressure and really hard. So if you're listening to this and you're going, I don't know how to write hope right now and you guys are amazing and you're doing all these wonderful things for yourself and good for you, but that's not me, that's okay too. Like I think you can have have a letter that literally just goes, you know what, this journey is really hard and I hope that at the end of this next year that it feels a little bit less heavy and that could be it. And even if you can't include the hope, so I've had many, many years where I've, I've done this for decades, this practice. Oh, really? Wow. And there have been many years where I have just ended the year feeling so despondent and in those letters I literally just write, where am I now? What is life looking like? How do I feel? And sometimes I dare not hope and that's okay too. Mm. And that's all that's in the letter is this is this is the woman I am right now. And right now I can't imagine anything else for myself um, or right now this is all I've got. Mm. And then I read it in 12 months time and maybe I've progressed an inch or maybe I'm completely different. And that that's the therapeutic value in that for me. So yes, if you are listening and you are in a place of despondency and there aren't many glimmers and there and you can't hold hope for yourself, just write where, where you're at at the moment, what kind of woman you are right now. Yeah, that's actually such a good idea because even if, like if you get to the end of the next 12 months, there's a pretty, like I sort of feel like there's like a 99% chance that you're not going to feel like the same person. Even if you're not further ahead, and I put inverted commas around this because that assumes that a journey is linear in an upward trajectory, Mm. but you're not going to be that exact same person. You had a whole year of incredible experiences and journeys and maybe some of them sucked and maybe some of them were the best thing you've ever had. It's like a snapshot in time to give you the, okay, well, that's where I was right then and I'm not there anymore. That's really cool. And also the external situation might still be the same. For example, you might still be in that unhealthy or unhappy marriage, but you might be different. And so you can track those sorts of things too. That's a really good distinction. The distinction between a physical location and like an emotional or a mental space too. I like that you were able to see that. I am excited for the new year. I'm excited for 2024. I'm excited for what the future is going to bring because I don't know yet. I'm not going into it saying 2024 is going to be the best year yet. It's just, I hate that with a passion. (laughs) But I'm excited. I'm excited for what the next day brings. I can tell you though that you're going into 2024 being the best version of yourself yet. That's what matters. And it's been such a privilege and a joy to watch you evolve and just really start to bloom in ever vibrant ways. So beautiful to watch. Mm. I sat in this restaurant when Hubby and I just had lunch. And one of the things I was talking about was how uh, grateful I have been that 2023 included Kimmy (laughs) and, and not just for the, you know, the podcast and all the rest of it, but just for you, for all that you are and all that you're becoming and the, the beauty of, of the impact of your presence in my life, because I am a different person for having had the impact of you in my life. And our listeners and my family and the world is so grateful for everything that you are. (sighs) 
Ah, connection, isn't it wonderful? I appreciate you. And now that we've gotten really sappy. (laughs) Happy New Year, babe. Yeah, happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) That was beautiful. 